0: Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too. And share tools we've discovered or made up. So you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea. Or your coffee. And let's get started. Hello, welcome. Hi, it's another week, and we are so excited to be here with you today. Um, We are going to be doing something a little bit different on this episode. When we started this whole writing gig in 2016, Joy and I started emailed each other once a week and we called it the QWERTY report. And that's kind of the foundation of this whole QWERTY Writing Life podcast. So we thought this week it would be kind of cool to do a throwback and share with you in real time a QWERTY report, not from the past, but from the present. So we're not typing it up. We're just going to talk to each other, which is going to be kind of cool. And how we would begin the Cordy Report before would be with our creative weeks. So Joy, what did you do this week? So this past week, I have been working on editing again for my client. So this is when I when I edit, I have three rounds. This is the third round. And it's so exciting to see uh, how a manuscript progresses through the process and also to see how the client appreciates it and Realizes, oh, all that red. This was a good idea. <laughs> like, like, this is so much better, you know. Because uh, as writers, of course, we don't like that red. <laughs> but then, once you actually accept it and uh, and see the effects and all of that, you realize, wow, this this is really amazing. And so there was, it's always kind of cool to see that in someone else. So there was that, and I also I worked on tweaking the poem that we did on. The podcast episode with your challenge and I had fun doing that and I had big plans for it and you know what they just didn't happen and that's okay it'll come at another another time <laughs> It absolutely will. You know, I think it's really cool that you're able to adapt though. You might have been sad about it at first, but you seem pretty settled with it right now. And I think that that's a good thing to be able to be like, you know what, that didn't work out, but I am only human and I can only do the things that I can do. And this week it was not putting out a poem. (laughs) You couldn't do that. You couldn't add that to it. And that's okay. Because you still have the critiques. You still have all of this other stuff. And you can even make it something even better at a later date. If you would have tried to rush through and get it out there, it might not have been something that you were super proud of. Even though you should have been because it was a great poem. But, Thank you. yeah, I think that I think you pro- you made the right decision with being able to say, you know what, this is my limit and I've reached it. There's value in that. Thank you for saying that. Because it's, it's hard. It's hard to say that and to admit that. And to yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Because we all want to be superwomen. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're told that we're supposed to be super women. And we try to live up to that. But honestly, guys, we're just human. We're, we're just regular old humans. No demigods here. So, <laughs> so we can only do what we can do. So what about yeah. you? Tell me what you've been up to. Well, I critiqued a poem, which was actually yours. Yes, you did. <laughs> Thank you. You're amazing. You're welcome. You're welcome. It was already great. I hope that some of the notes will make it even more great. And I also got something really interesting because you sent another document with it. And I didn't read that document first. I actually read, only read the poem and only critiqued the poem. And then I read the other document. And the other document that you sent me was your thought process. And how you wanted to use this program and, how, and why you chose certain words and, and this sort of thing. And I thought that was really, really interesting to read what you were what you were thinking and then to compare that to my own personal experiences, my interpretation, my translation of what you wrote, and and to see how those things were alike and also see how those things were different. And that was really fun for me to read your thoughts about that after I had critiqued the poem and be able to say, this was in there. This, this didn't show through very much. Um, if you want to use this for X, then you might need to add a little bit more of Y and Z. So that was kind of, it. Was, I don't know, it was fun. That's cool. And so that was my big thing. I think creatively, still homeschooling, still a full-time job, still surviving, the epidemic yeah and and right when we think we have a routine down some something happens and a wrench is thrown in so that I think I'm more routine based than I like to believe I am in my head In in the romantic part of my vision of who I am I am just somebody who can just go with the flow and that is not true as I have come to find out in this shelter in place situation but that's okay. We're human. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's going to be like the theme here. (laughs) (laughs) Routine is good. And yes, I struggle with that too. Like, I would like to have know exactly how every day is going to go. I would like to have it be the same. I would like to have, you know, one to three to do this and to not be interrupted by kids or barking dogs <laughs> and you know all these things and that's just you know what it's not life. So in the spirit so, of that that would lead really well actually into kind of the the second part of our quarterly reports and that would be so what's the plan going forward what what's the next step for you? Yeah, I think before we can we can do that and do it in a way that the people who are listening can Comprehend. We kind of need to talk about where we are creatively during COVID nineteen, and I know that everybody's so tired of hearing about COVID nineteen, or as I lovingly call her Rona. (laughs) Um, Rona. But we got we got (laughs) to talk about that though because it is a thing, right? So I know my creativity is different. How how are you doing? How is your creativity? It's struggling yeah you know, a lot of it is that routine thing right so our routine which i mean normal life for me isn't a nice neat routine anyway but my husband's job which we're very thankful he still has a job and so you know i hesitate to complain or to talk about how it's been difficult because he has a job <laughs> so <clears throat> you know perspective but uh his hours have drastically changed. He's working many more hours, um, which, you know, it's just longer days for him and the things, you know, he's such a great support with helping me around the house. But with these longer hours, he's not able to do that. Like usually he would do certain things before or after work. Well, he can't do that because he's literally working 11 to 14 hours a day. So he doesn't have that time before and after. And then when he does have his off days, um, he's exhausted. So it's not like he can really help then either. So um, with all of that, and I let other people's emotions and and struggles and challenges, like every little thing that I know about, whether it be the overall pandemic of the world. (laughs) or whether it's one friend who I know has a certain problem going on right now, those things really weigh on me. And when they do, it's very hard for me to focus and do the things that I need to do. So the combination of having less time, less help, and having all of those things weighing on me has made it very difficult to focus to concentrate to do my work Um, and so you know with this editing client that's my priority and so because that's my priority uh, all of the other things that I typically do the blogging and the social media and the um, newsletters and the you know writing the book and you know all of these things have had to be pushed down because I had to take the time that I had and the concentration and the energy to focus on this client. So there's that. And yeah. So I think, does that kind of answer, yeah, kind of where my head is right now? Very definitely having trouble concentrating and focusing and allow, you know what? And I think too, having trouble allowing myself to do my creative things. I just haven't mm. allowed myself. I don't know that I really realize that that's the fact until right now. But yes. Yeah. So I hear a few things in that. Let's so we can unpack a few things. Um, first of all, it sounds like your creative your creative like bandwidth has not shrunk because that's not really the thing. It's like you're you're just uber focusing that on your editing, which I mean has to be done. Like that just has to be done. So that makes total sense. Also, whenever you're stressed and whenever you're tired, I don't know if you have been getting a lot of sleep lately, but those, whenever you're stressed and tired, your creativity is the first thing that goes because you start shifting into survival mode Mm -hmm. and your brain is like, Oh, Oh no, we are not. Okay. we're not safe anymore (laughs) exactly we're not safe anymore so it starts saying thinking like what can we do in order to feel safe again so you're talking about taking care of your family you're talking about you making sure that they have clothes to wear stuff to eat you're talking about making sure that your husband is in Um, a loving home when he comes home because he's got all of these hours that he's working, all of these stresses outside of the house. So you are taking care of all of these people. And by taking care of all of those people and making sure that they have what they need, that makes you feel more safe. It's what it sounds like to me. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because you said that you take, other people's emotions and you internalize them and that's called an empath. You're an empath. I am. I've actually been called that before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's a thing. It's a true, I honestly think so too. So um, one of my uh, professors, she told my new boss that she enjoyed having me in class because I was a barometer for how the lecture was going. So yeah. Yeah. And at first I was like, this is, a, this is a terrible thing to say about me in front of my new false, you know, <laughs> but you know, once I got to thinking about it and stuff, it's like, okay, I can totally see that. And also it's not necessarily an insult. I don't think she meant it that way at all. I think that she was like, this is actually kind of a cool thing, because if May is engaged, then other people have to be engaged, because, yeah, like, I'm doing well if May is engaged, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, I actually thought that that was, uh, it ended up being kind of a a compliment rather than an insult, but I recognize that in you, too, Uh, and you and I are the same in that way, like, we love people um, with our whole hearts, That's just how we do it. So so if somebody lays something on us with emotions that are strong emotions, you know, there's nobody who is going to cry in front of me, that I'm not crying with them. So then that takes a lot of emotional energy too. And so that's why I say the thing before, like if your family is okay, if their emotions are, are, well protected then your emotions in turn are well protected but that takes a lot of work <laughs> so. and a lot of extra work for everybody I know that you know probably for the kids and for you too because you don't have that extra hand and also you're trying to put make sure all of the pieces are well placed and that they're not broken Uh, with your creativity and with your books and things like that so if we're in survival mode we don't really have that extra space to where we can go into uh, creative thought and if you were to try to force it it probably would be erased after all of this yeah but there are some really cool things that you can do though you can totally brainstorm you can listen to the music that you have Because I know you like playlists listen to the music that you have for the book that you're wanting to write or the project that you're wanting to do after all of this, after all of the editing as well. It's not super creative, but it fills the well. So when your brain snaps out of survival mode, you are like there, you're ready to create and to create a whole bunch, because I feel like it'll be like, I'm backlogged. I need to do all of the things. (laughs) Things things are not okay, and it's okay to feel not okay. While the world is in this state, Um, there are probably a lot of people who are creating too, and maybe that's the way that they deal with all of this. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's not us. I don't know. So, share your thought process right now. Like, how are things for you? So things for me are a little difficult. I have a lot more responsibilities placed on me because of Rona. (laughs) Anti-Rona. Creating is difficult. (laughs) I'm not feeling the ability to create at this point in time. So I'm trying to find out ways that I can channel not creativity, but how I cannot leave that out of my life because I feel like if I left it totally out of my life, then I would be completely depressed right now. And depression and anxiety and stuff kind of runs in my blood. So, so what I'm doing to try to combat that is um, I'm taking a writing course, which I'm enjoying very much. So there are some days that instead of doing um, the full-time job until midnight, I am doing classwork until midnight. But there is a revitalization in all of that, too. Like, that's for me. That's for preparation for the future, which also feels hopeful. And for comfort. And also because I, at the end of the day, when it's time for me to go to bed, I have spent so much time focusing and fulfilling all of these things that my brain is still like it's still going even though my body's exhausted my brain is still like okay what's next because from six o'clock in the morning it's been what's next what's what, what's next what's next what's next so it's still in that mode so tried to trying to to calm it down before I can go to sleep has been kind of difficult but I found That rereading books that I like, that I already know that I like, has been really helpful in in being able to get me to sleep. I already know what's going to happen. I already know the characters. I don't have to, you know, it's not really sparking anything. It's kind of just like a warm blanket that you wrap around yourself. And you can kind of just find comfort in that. So that's been really helpful for me, too. So where am I? In the whole quarantine thing, I am running like a crazy person. Um, but in a, in a hopeful way. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's good. <laughs> because you're finding things that you can do, like you said, to keep that little spark there. And to just fuel you. To have something that's yours. And I think that that's uh, super important. And I also want to recognize that that is extremely difficult, especially in times like these. And especially, I think, for people like us who, you know, we have so many people that we have to take care of and hold up and do all these things for all these other people. Like, to take that and to actually do something that we know that we need, that's not easy to do. So that's commendable. And I'm excited about it because I know that... Um, like we were talking about earlier, like during this time and how crazy it is, you, your mind, you can't just really be creative a lot of the time with everything else that's circling and um, just almost like whirlwind around us. But these are things that are going to prepare you <clears throat> when you can do that again to make you a better creative. And so I think that that's really cool. I'm excited about that. We, we both have kind of talked about this earlier is you have to admit when you can't do that one more thing. And, you know, I think that that was for me, you know, I should have already had this book written that, you know, my short story collection, and I just couldn't do it. You know, I just couldn't. And part of it was Um, I had some really great sessions of, like, you talked about brainstorming and, you know, things like that. And um, the entire book is outlined. Like, I understand the structure of how all those short stories are going to come together, which is a really cool thing. Like, I figured all that out. And I got some of the writing done, but I didn't get a ton of it done. And at first, I was really down on myself and all of that kind of stuff. But then I had to realize this isn't a typical time. And like you said earlier, if you try to force something like this, it's not going to come out right. And I finally admitted that and recognized that. I think that that's something important for creatives to admit and to understand. And, you know, another thing is I also had to recognize that there are certain needs in my family that are stronger right now than have been before. And that kinda has to take priority. So, you know, it's, it's those little things. It's, it's finding a way to get that time to have that thing for us. Um, it's also prioritizing, which is probably gonna look completely different right now than it usually does. Um, and, you know, just understanding and giving yourself grace. Um, I think that those are all huge things. So, like, I have planned next week is um, we're finally going to take our spring break. So, I, I have always homeschooled my kids. <laughs> so, that's, that's not a new thing. Um, but we did not take a break earlier like we had originally scheduled out. Because originally, we were going to be going for a book tour, basically. Not a whole tour, but, like, some specific book events for me. And that was going to be our spring break. Well, obviously those didn't happen. <laughs> so we just kept doing school. Like we didn't stop. We, we, never, we never stopped throughout all this. Um, and I'm worn and I know that the kids are too. And I really need a week. And so next week, because this editing will be done for my client, next week is going to be my week. So that's going to help to not have to worry about teaching and prepping in addition to trying to write the book. So we'll see how it goes. I think it's so interesting, the human ability to do more than what we think. I think we underestimate ourselves in some cases. So, and I'm not saying that we should push ourselves to do something creatively, but I just want to sit here and applaud us for like doing the things that need to be done like being able to recognize what our priorities are, being able to recognize that these are the things that are different than what our life was before and being able to provide the best environment that we can for our families and I just, sometimes that means that we have to do so much and that we don't get to sit down and that we don't get to, you know, maybe we don't get to make the gourmet dinner that we don't want, but Dad gumma, we've got a frozen pizza and everybody's eating and everybody's laughing. I mean, we can provide, um, we can provide humor and we can provide solace and we can provide a safe place for our kids and our animals and our, you know, and even our spouses or our partners or the people who are in our home, like there are so many ways that we are excelling and then to sit there and say, but I can't write a short story and be really beat up about that. That's not where our focus needs to be. Um, Our inner dialogue can really be mean sometimes and just be terrible to us. And, I know I've kind of had to face that just today. The fact that I just need to be kind and I, we hear that. We hear that a lot. Don't we like be kind to yourself, give ourselves grace, you know, but who does that? <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, well. like, we all know. <laughs> we all know we should, we all know we should, but I don't really know anyone who really does it well. So maybe we need to become the master of that. And that might be something that we can practice with ourselves while we're in this shelter in place. Yeah. Um, let's just take a moment to be like, you know what? We are we're saving somebody's life by staying at home. We are wearing our masks if we do have to go to, our, to the grocery store. We are cherishing our family and embracing the people who are at home with us. We're learning something new about our kids or our partners. We are being a rock for the people around us. You know, that's, that's nothing to shake a stick at, you know? So true. What we would do next in our 40 report is just share what our plans were for the upcoming week, uh, what we're hoping to accomplish. And so for me, that would be Uh, Next week, as we take our spring break from school, I will be focusing on finishing up writing the book, the short story collection, uh, and doing some other things. I've already figured out certain days are going to be for me to get a little bit caught up around the house, and then it'll be focused completely on the writing so that I'm not splitting the focus between school and such a big project pushed into a small amount of time. I hope to get the majority of it completed. So that's my plan. So what about you? So next week, I am hoping to have a critique back on the poetry book. So there is a chance that I will be able to revise the poetry book one last time before I find all of the places I'd like to submit it. That will be my thing. And I'll also continue with the, the writing class that I'm taking. So, there are lectures and discussion, and there's like a a Zoom meeting and exercises, things like that, that I'll be diving into, which is actually quite fun. I am trying not to focus too much on the fact that this is probably going to be the way that life is for quite a while. I'm trying to think about the future, about hope, about life after. that's what I'm trying to focus on the hope, the good, the future and that's what I'll be doing next week so we are going to do a QWERTY challenge what do you think about encouraging our listeners to do their own QWERTY report if you're sending it out on Tuesday what you've been working on for the past week what you plan to get accomplished that week And maybe next Tuesday, you can let that writer friend know how that week went and then go forward from there. I know that Joy and I felt that the QWERTY report kind of helped us stay on track. It kept writing in the forefront of our minds whenever we were doing this through email. And, of course, it does now because we're, you know, doing the podcast. So the QWERTY report is here to stay. It just has, like, mutated. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds negative. It's expanded. Hey, the X-Men Transformed. are awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. X-Men, Maybe. Transformers, yeah, we're cool. <laughs> so, what once was the QWERTY report is now QWERTY Writing Life podcast. So... Yeah, try to find somebody. If you don't have a writer friend, that's okay. Type it up and send it to editorial at logosandmythospress.com. And we will read your 40 report and be cheering you on through the whole week. And you're welcome to update us the next time. Let's be friends. I love the whole idea of a writer community. So let's do this, guys. We're here. (laughs) Have a wonderful, creative, or future Gracefield Week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think Cordy Writing Life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Cordy Writing Life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting partybridinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more Candid Chats for you.